0: Dusan Josic is a videographer for the best 3v3 basketball player of all time, Dusan Bulat. He's probably one of the first social media managers in Serbia, a job that probably didn't exist there until recently. Bulat and Dusan have been making and investing in content long before it was lucrative to do so. His story of how he got into this space is just as interesting as the person he's making content about. We talked about his love for telling stories, traveling the world with Bulat, three versus three basketball, and growing up in Serbia. Timestamps down below.
1: can rewind and like start from the beginning just like to introduce myself It also like useful to you so my name is Dusan Jocic and I am I'm born and raised in Novi Sad Serbia I'm currently 28 years old uh so and for the majority of my life I was like in some kind of arts in general like since age four or like before my fifth birthday I started playing violin because my older sister was playing the violin so, like, I was very early introduced to, like, art in, like, in, in any form. And I think but I also, like, my parents were, like, pretty, like, dedicated to, like, make us, m- me and my sister, like, more than, you know, like, what occasions and just, like, surrounding it is in Serbia, of course. Like, I was lucky that, you know, as much as, like, the growing up in Serbia can be hard, but I was very lucky that I, I was never hungry, you know, we always had our home. So, like, in that sense you always had, like, your basic needs covered. But you know how it is with, like, a human brain, you know, like, you always want something more and you always aim for something more. So, like, even though you have, like, all your basic needs covered, you are aiming, like, oh, how can I figure out and get something that I I don't have right now? So, like, I think at the end of the elementary school, I was, because, like, football culture... In, in Serbia is pretty big you know you always have like those like Red Star Partisan in Belgrade you also have Vojvodina in Novi Sad which is like yeah amongst top three football clubs in Serbia often so like at the end of the elementary like I, I was hanging out with my friends in neighborhood. so we started like with the idea oh it's nice to hang out together in the weekend you know go on the football games so that's where I started like being more involved with the sport of course you watch like all the games I remember even back in 2000 you know watching the basketball games of Yugoslavia with my father and everything so you know like the sport is definitely a, a huge part of the growing up in in Serbia you know like there are courts everywhere so you also spent a lot of time on the courts outside but for me the the story starts basically with going on the football and then I, I was really like pretty regular going on like um, away games home games everything you know so, of course, my parents weren't too happy about it because, you know, like with, with football in Serbia, a lot of bad things are related. And there are a lot of violence, drug use and like all...
0: Hooligans.
1: Yeah, yeah of course, like a lot yeah. of bad influences that you are surrounded. So when I start getting interested in photography, that was like, I would say like around middle of the high school or like by, by the end of the high school, my, my dad saw that opportunity to push me like in other direction. And then, of course, like in Serbia, it's not like these days, you know, you have even cheaper like cameras that you can buy. Then you can start with like photography. But yeah, in that moment, with the, the market wasn't still like too big. And of course, in Serbia, like it's very hard to get a lot of stuff. You know, you can't just like order it from the Internet and then deliver by, by, by your home. It's basically, I think, around my 18th birthday because, you know, the 18th birthdays are big in Serbia. And you get like a bunch of presents or money. I managed to save up and then like my parents gave me like a half half money and then I, I I gave the other half and I found like a second hand like a Canon camera so that's how I basically started with photography so even from that even from that point you can see like nothing is given you know like if you want to do like photography you need to find a way how you can put some money aside or you know like wait for Thursday get their money and then like save it from there so that, that was, like, my, my introduction to photogra- photography. And I was really lucky that some of our, like, friends, like, house friends were uh, into photography and they could give me tips. So that's how it basically started for me. And then my father saw an opportunity to, like, still, like, like he, he didn't want to, like, ban me from going to the games because, you know, like, when you are that young, you will just, like, banning anything will never, like, bring anything so he was like, okay, you still want to go to the game and you're, like, doing photography. And I was like, yeah, I would, like, really like if I could make some photos of, you know, like, those football matches. And it was really, like, a lucky, like, coincidence or, like, lucky situation that one of our house friends was in the uh, managing board of football club, you know? Mm-hmm. So he was, like, one of one of people's. And then my, my dad made the call and said, like, hey, can you help me? You know, Dushan is interested in doing some sports photography can you is there a way to get him an accreditation so he can go there and especially in serbia you know like there isn't a lot of money in like sports photography or like back in the days in that like sports marketing so it was pretty easy for me to get it because like for for Vojvodin as a football club they were like okay here's another guy who will do it for free we will have like okay ish picture you know not refused first time but you know it's it's a nice thing so basically, that's how I started with like, um, uh, yeah, like f- sports content in a way. Back there, it was only photos. And that was for me, like when I was in a high school, I was I was going in that like general high school where you're still not dedicated to something spe- specific. And I was really having troubles because as I said earlier, you know, I was playing violin since I was really young. But of course, you can't live from like classical music in Serbia, so that was not a... Uh, option for me you know to with, with the career choice
0: i was gonna ask you that before you continue was there ever like um because i know my parents that were like this as well because i was also um you know I, I wanted to do something a bit more creative but there isn't a lot of money in creative things at least when i was a kid or and maybe there was but they didn't see the they didn't see the path so in their mind they're like well arts like photography how are you gonna live off that usually you know, engineer, doctor, lawyer, nurse, these are careers that you get pushed into, but your parents never said like, Hey, the art stuff's fun and all, but when are you going to get a a real career?
1: No, no. I think that was like, even, even today that is like a kind of approach, especially (laughs) really. Yeah. 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 My, my, my late, my, my late father, because I lost my dad like um, two years ago, I think so, or a year and a half ago, like my, my dad was a doctor and my mom is a school teacher. So, you know, I'm I can, I'm coming from not like not really artistic uh, family in a way. Right. They both like being a doctor in Serbia gets you okay money. It's not like anything big but for Serbian, like yeah, I like teacher, not that great, but it's still like, you know, you look at it as like some kind of profession. So I really have that struggle in a in a way like when I was like because the photography in, in high school was like a hobby, you know, so they didn't still see it as a like a job and and they were like, okay, it's a nice, like uh off school activity. But like, I think I really saw it when I, because when I was finishing the high school, I needed to figure out what I'm going to do with life. And in that period I was kind of getting interested in a video. So like one of my friends from high school were like, yeah, I'm going to probably go to study video editing. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's like a possibility. I wasn't exploring that much. And then when I started like mentioning my mom was still like, Oh yeah, that's nice, but maybe you should like also prepare something else because you have those like entering exams for universities. She was like, Oh, that's nice, of course, like you should do whatever you want. But it's it was also pretty scary for them because like in Serbia, in Novi Sad, uh you have that uh Academy of Arts and then you have like departments, so you have like uh Painting department and music department and like movie department. So my uh, yeah, what I wanted to do is like video editing, and that's like under like film movie department. And they only and they only like back back in the days when I was getting in, they were only accepting five people, and like the they had like a entry year every other year, so you couldn't like it's not even this like every year. So like if you fail this one, you can try it next time. So I think it was also like pretty scary to them because, you know, like in Serbia, it's not, it's not like you, you see that in a lot of Western countries, like a lot of people take that year off, you know, figure them out, figure them out between high school and college. It's Serbia, it's not <laughs> like <that> because you... <laughs> they don't have that. Yeah, you need to get the money, you know, like this way or the other. So like, usually it's like, okay, figure out the school as soon as possible so you can start working as soon as possible. Or you don't go to school, you go to work, you know. So... I, I can understand them, of course. You know, it's it's a scary, especially because you know that like it's a slippery slope. So you, I think, as a parent in Serbia, you must like start thinking like, oh, if he doesn't get in a college, like oh, what he's gonna do? You know, like if things gonna turn south, you know. I mean, if you just put yourself in their shoes, yeah, <laughs> and but, your kid says like, "I want to,"
0: I don't know, make content, or I want to be photography, photography, and you're working like two jobs just to get by. You're like, mm.
1: exactly. And especially, I think for the for the older generation, it was pretty tough to even wrap their minds around it. You know, I have also like professors in my and in, in my high school that were like, "Oh, your father is a doctor; you should be a doctor too," and stuff like that. You know, no, nobody was like, "Oh, you can live out of this." But I also had, like, I was pretty lucky because, like, one of my, like, you will see, like, later in my uh, story, like, like I had luck with my neighbors because it was always, like, some kind of affecting my life, you know. So, I also had, like, a neighbor that was working in a local television.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: So, like, when he saw my dad, you know, just, like, in front of the building and my, when my dad said it you know, I want to do, study video editing, he was like, oh yeah, that's really good, you know, that's, you know, promising, you know, it's a real thing that you can learn and it's not just editing, then you can also be a director, this and that, so it kind of helped, you know, that you had people who were saying, but...
0: I, I mean, I, if you just had access to the internet, right, at that time, the video editing was a thing you could learn entirely online, it yeah. was free, and then you can immediately start making money from it, because you can find clients online, I think even... Upwork was probably still around, yeah, for Fiverr sure. Fiverr and all those things. So, if but if you just, I mean, if you don't know that, exactly, you know, knowledge is power, right?
1: And and it's not like, yeah, I I I can still understand my parents why they were worried, of course. But you know, for, for me, it was like, okay, I want to do this. I'm gonna dedicate myself because, yeah, as I said, my mom was still like, oh, you're gonna do something else, and because I was studying Russian as like a second language in my high school, she was like, oh, maybe you can prepare that you know it's not too too hard like entry exam and you're good at it and this and that and i'm like yeah no i really want to dedicate myself and but that's the
0: mindset in our culture that's like you know have a backup plan and have a backup plan for the backup plan like yeah. have three different plans always- which is good in one way because it's built for like bad times it's built for w- war times it's built for bad economies but it's bad in another sense because it doesn't let you focus fully on the thing that you really love which yeah makes that thing that you love a little bit less to what it could be
1: yeah if, if you think about it, my sister was born in 1993 i was born in 1995 so that's in the middle of like the biggest yeah. crisis that country went through so it's not really yeah. that, like they can have a mentality of like oh yeah do whatever you want you know it's, right like, it's your different.
0: sister's my age i was born 93 actually oh, as well yeah, yeah. Yeah, so and
1: you get, get the feeling you know so so for me it was really like yeah i'm gonna and I have that mentality, which is like, I'm going to prove, if, if you say that I can't do something yes. or you doubt me, I'm going to prove you wrong. And that's just like how how I push through, you know? So I think that's like being around that football club also helped me, you know, get to know like an older sports photographer, just like, you know, like that networking as everybody's using it today. But, you know, f- for me as a kid, you know, I was just like a kid who was passionate about and I think that also like a lot of people appreciate that because it it didn't mind like i didn't get like a lot of money or none like you know from from the football club but i was still pretty much at every game because i did it from from passion you know and think that also like a mindset that separates you later down the road because you don't do things because of money you do things because you love them you know
0: right and the quality shows in the work really
1: yeah and it was like uh, and like that's that's the investment you put in but you also get like a huge experience and that's like through that like through that opportunity i i, I learned you know to be better you know I, I get to practice you know every every day you know so i, I always have this uh, so i
0: sorry to interrupt you i always have this conversation with people that talk about like you know in this space it's usually you work for free for a little bit till yeah. either either at your own stuff or at someone else's stuff as an internship and they complain oh i don't want to work for free Okay, let's compare that to the traditional route, where you go to school for four years and you pay someone a lot of money in the Western world, in Canada and America, you pay forty to two hundred thousand dollars, and then you finally get. So, what's the difference? The difference to me is similar. Like, I mean,
1: and and people are people are often impatient, I would say, you know, because you really need, like, I I know it's like a bit of, you know, like a general statement, but you really need to trust the process because you need to put in the work in it, and you need to like let everything, you know, fall into a place because nothing's going to happen. Like, even if from somebody outside, it looks that it's happening over the night, you know, like, it's not going to happen. It's the working, you know?
0: Right. So you start working at the club and you start getting some experience yeah, as, yeah, that, as the club's photographer?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I was, I was like, building slowly and because they never wanted to really pay anybody, so I fall like, perfectly right into place. I was, like, a very... <laughs> like motivated kid they're gonna run to the like you know like off season i'm gonna ride ride my bike to the practice core which is outside of the city and take photos there and then i and then it's also for me it was like a very valuable like learning curve because i experienced that like a major serbian newspaper does steal our photos and cut down my like watermark. so really yeah and that happened like fucks yeah and that happened you know in pretty early ages for me, so you know, like I think it builds a character also for me, you know, in a, in a business kind of way. You know, you learn through through mistakes, but of course, like, and it's also like easier if you are living at your parents and you know you have your food on the table. You can dedicate yourself to to other things. You know, you're not worried about your existence, so. It's, it's, you know, that that's really a blessing. But
0: that's good though, right? Because like the club is taking a, a kid's photos, you know, like you're like, not club, sorry, the news, the newspaper, you yeah. know, established brand is taking photos that you're just, you know, making for free. Yeah. You must be thinking like, okay, these photos are not half bad, you know, if they're. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Th- those are, those are the first moments <laughs> where you actually think, okay, you know, you're doing something right, you know, and it's also like, because it was like pretty exclusive thing, you know, it was like, you know, like off season. So new players are coming for trials, this and that. So, you know, it has like a lot of different, you know, things to it, but, but, you know, it always, you know, helps, you know, build, build you up as a a character. That's the same thing I had when I was started making content. I made, I started making content
0: for FIFA like seven years ago. And like, I, know, I made some funny videos. I did okay, maybe like a few hundred views. And then I see them get reposted on like Sports Bible and they have like a few million views. I'm like, oh, they're, they're that good. People enjoy this this much. I'm like, okay, maybe I just need to build an audience. These aren't half bad exactly Some good confidence boost
1: yeah of course but but it also helps you because especially in the in the modern world world i think that we are easily like beaten down by the numbers which doesn't always like the pain the the realistic picture because you know as you said right now you know maybe you just didn't get to your audience and that right you know, so so that was that was for me you know and i really had like Nice time in Vojvodina because I also experienced some like major historic moments. So like when Vojvodina won the cup title for like, I don't know how many years I was there, you know, when Vojvodina beat Sampdoria, which is like one of the biggest Italian club and they we beat them in Italy, like four to one or something, I was there. So like all these things really like, you know, I really felt like happy, even though I wasn't making money or anything, you know, it was really like a nice experience. And then in that summer, I managed to get in the, in the like uh, film university or like academy of arts. So that's like the moments where I tried to switch more to video, and I also started making some video content for for football club.
0: What year was this? Uh, around what time? Just so I have a reference. Uh,
1: I think around 2014 or something. 14. Like I think. Okay. In Ten, I think that I got into into high school, and I think fourteen was um, college.
0: College, okay. Just the, I have a reference of yeah, yeah so, Where social media was at at the time.
1: I think it was it was starting because I think it really links up to Dushan's story because basically at the first year of college, I think the year before that, I'm uh, I went. Dushan was organizing uh, the. Like the street ball tournament, like annual street ball tournament, in, like yeah. near the near the city beach in Novi So that was an annual thing. and pretty like famous thing in in like small circles. And of course, like since 2012, where they won the first world medal, like first yeah, in the world cups.
0: And three on three basketball, just for yeah, right, yeah, th- yeah.
1: yeah. That's like you know, like that's where three x three, like as a, as a new sport or as a new discipline started to have like a space in, a, you know, like a news or whatever in certain, you know, because we are like, let, let's not lie ourselves. You know, we always want to say like how proud are we of our neighbors or whatever. But like until you do something, big nobody will really like will pay attention to you. So I think like when they won the first gold medal, that's where, where you could like read in the news and look at the TV and stuff like that. So that was like that was the moment where that got a little bit like bigger, and I think around yeah like 2013, 14, something like that. Uh, I went to the I went to the tournament to make uh, photos of my friends playing there. And when I, what I what I said about the neighbors. It's funny thing because like uh, one of my neighbors too was a best man of Jdero Marcos Jdero, who was a teammate mm-hmm. of Dusan back in, back in the days. Nice. So, so that's, small world. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like in Novi Sad is in general, like a small city, you know, so like you are two, three connections from anybody, you know, like, uh, so it's really easy to, to link up. And then I just like, again, what we were talking about, like, just like putting in the, the work, like I just went to the tournament to make photos for my friends. They were like a team from Croatia coming to Serbia to play. So I just went there, make some photos of them and then like make some other photos of a tournament and then just like send it to dushan over facebook yeah we didn't even know each other you know so for me back then he was like oh this is the guy you know this is <laughs> yeah yeah i was i was you know like first of first and foremost i was a fan of him you know so it was also like a nice moment where i don't know like i made a, a like a face back back in the day it was like still facebook thing so i made like a photo album on a facebook about a tournament and he shared it on his page on the facebook so what me for me it was like okay nice yeah so I think the same year um, they won the, they have like at the end of the season you have like an all-star tournament or something like that so they won that and they wanted to have like a party for all of his friends and like all of their friends and partners whatever and then uh, Marco what I said like uh, Dushan teammate over his best man basically asked me if I can do like some like party photos you know they will have uh, they have like a sponsor wall in front of the of of place where they have a party. So just like few like welcoming photos there, and then like few photos inside, like nothing big. I was like, yeah, for sure, because again, I saw it as an opportunity to get closer to them, you know, to make a connection, you know, speak. Who knows who, where where leads. lead? And that's the that's the time where I where I met Dushan for the first time. So we spoke a little bit and back in the days so I was also editing like uh, YouTube stuff. I don't know, maybe if you ran into it, it was called Dnevnyak, which was like a parody on like a news or something like that. But it was like sketches. like. A... I,
0: I must have not seen this in my in my research.
1: <laughs> no, I, I don't know how like... Uh, yeah,
0: I don't think you've linked it anywhere unless I'm... Nah,
1: pro- I don't know. <laughs> you've hit that very well. But but like I'm 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 a guy also who who is not like exposing like too much or like I don't have a portfolio or anything. right right I'm blessed because I didn't have to make it because basically one one thing led to another but it was a good thing because like I think yeah I am looking at it, this YouTube channel still has like a six hundred thousand uh, subscribers so it's a it was pretty big and famous whoa yeah yeah. So, so like that, that also helped me. And then I met Dushan there and he was like, okay, what you're doing? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm studying. You know, I just got into university. I'm studying film. And he's like, oh yeah, nice. Because back in the days he was like, and that's like when it comes to socials, he was like one of the first that recognized the potential of, you know, social. So he was like, oh, are you able to make like some highlights of the games and this and that? And I'm like, yeah, for sure. You know, that, that's not a problem. You just download the video from YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Cut down the the best yeah. moves. It's not a pro, you know. Right. So he was like, "Yeah, perfect." And because that was in the that was in the winter, of course, like the end of the season. He was like, "Okay, let's start from the next summer when the season starts." You know. So basically, like we stayed we stayed in touch, and then like next summer, you know, the like they started with their tournaments again, and basically that was the routine. You know, like I would download the yeah, like the games from the or like the whole tournament, and then just the best uh parts and i would send him a video back 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 then he was the one who was basically publishing stuff on the instagram and he did it on its own
0: it's funny because that's literally how uh, i started making videos as well so i i had like a a media course in high school like i I went to engineering and i finished engineering but this was in the early days when i was just kind of getting you know i had a little bit of a passion for it but just like a it was like a faint passion and I started doing some video editing software you know basic edits and then all my friends are like hey uh, you know we're trying to apply for this college you know we're trying to get a scholarship like do you know anyone that can make like a mixtape yeah and I was like I'll try it they're like okay so I, I would spend like 10-20 hours trying to learn like Sony Vegas trying to put together their mixtape their best highlights I would watch hours of their film and then I would put it together, and it was like, whoa, this is fucking unbelievable, dude. Let's send it out to every, like, college. I helped two of my friends get uh, scholarships at
1: yeah, nice.
0: American University. So that was my first experience in, in video editing.
1: Yeah, I think that that's, like, if everybody who is, like, close to sports, it's all often those, like, highlights that you either make as a fan of of some club or just, uh, you know, like. It, even, yeah. Even if those, like, beginning days of a YouTube, you know. It was my, some of my favorite work
0: and I got $0 from it or close to $0 and it took me like 50 hours to to make a, a four-minute video. But I was like, oh my God, come here, guys. Come, look, I made this yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it,
1: it's really it's really funny because I was also like, when I started with video editing, I was more into like, you know, I don't know, my my vision or my passion back in the days were like more of like music videos or stuff like that. So I didn't really like, yeah, sport was something that I was like, very passionate about but I yeah, I i would lie to you if I said it I had an aspiration to be like a sport content maker or whatever.
0: Right. No, I lo- I just love sport. I I, I mean I, I played basketball, tennis, football, I love all these yeah. sports. So when someone says like, Oh you wanna make content about sports, I'm like, I like those, yeah. I can do those, sure. Yeah, of
1: course. And especially it's always easier if you're passionate about something. It's easier because you understand it more because that's that's what I'm seeing these days. A lot of people saw the need of like um need to do something on on, online you know but if you know you you can see that it's pretty fake or pretty forced because you know it's you don't see like that passion or they really understand the sport on its own or stuff like that and it's really like yeah it's more or less like you can easily get it but, it's
0: yeah. you know problem because now there's money in it. People want to get to the money, and usually when you follow just the money route and you don't have a passion for it, eventually it'll show in the work or it'll show in in your excitement for it.
1: Exactly, and I think that's also like what what differs like Bulut from other like trickster players because like like what he what, like how he represents himself online. That's his like like if you meet him in person, that's he. You know, like so it's not really like yeah, that there is, like, a big uh, difference or that he needs to fake it or, you know, pretend to be somebody that he is. And so, yeah, I think that always helps, you know, with, with with the whole thing. So I think, yeah, that was, like, back in the... Yeah, I, I was, like, scrolling through to find it. So it was, like, July 2016. That was the first video, basically, that I that I made that that he published, you know. That's on your Instagram? That's no, that, on that's on his. That's on oh, it is
0: Instagram. Instagram, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's how basically started. But what, what I, I- want to see it. Yeah,
0: I want to see the quality of this of the video.
1: No, it's like like I can send you. Like, can I send you the link here? Maybe?
0: Uh, you can send it to me on Instagram because I don't think this has a. Just out of curiosity, maybe I'll put it up on screen as we're talking about it.
1: Yeah, it's like the.
0: No worries. Um, oh my god! Yeah, he has a lot of content.
1: Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> i'm
0: scrolling for i'm scrolling yeah, for yeah, days yeah, here
1: yeah, what's your what's your instagram handle
0: um i think it's uh, bored with nelly
1: oh yeah bored with nelly podcast yeah yeah so it's, it was like pretty basic you know like even even by these days that's and that's what i'm really triggered as a as a content creator is that like until today you know the level of like um video production that is like trickstreet surrounded by is really not that high and that's what i'm right is because we are living in a 2023 and like possibilities are limitless basically and then like people are still trying to be cheap and you know and, and save on uh you know yeah just like just like video production it's, it's crazy you know
0: what do you mean what do you mean uh, can you uh, explain that a bit more
1: yeah like if, if you see like the tournaments like if you if you for example like FIBA trickstreet is the biggest promoter of the sport like the biggest organization or whatever you want to call it so like if you see their videos or their highlights or their like mixtape compilation they're pretty much the same as they were looking like six years ago so you still like they didn't make that extra effort to have like clean videos without scoreboards or stuff like that, to have more angles, to have like slow-mo cameras on the the court. You know, it's really like very slow progression when it comes to media attention and to like video production. And I think it's very important because if you want to promote a sport, you need to like have the, you know, best of the best, you know, to have it like look amazing you it needs know. to have that buzz it needs to have that buzz all the time yeah I, I even I even see for and I don't know if you watch NBA
0: highlights on YouTube yeah, like yeah. they have those 10 minute those 10 minute highlight videos are revolution like I think whoever came up with the idea to condense the entire game in 10 minutes is brilliant because basketball is so long and uh, I don't know if you've ever seen NBA in person it's kind of boring sometimes like yeah. it's kind of a dead atmosphere but the guy that figured out the, hey 10 minute videos everyone's gonna watch those Exactly. Like that's a billion dollar idea.
1: <laughs> exactly, and that, that's like why I'm a big, bigger fan of Trix Tree because you can watch the whole tournament in two days. The game, only right? Like Twenty minutes, right? So it's like for for a younger generation with like a span, you know, attention span, attention
0: problems, span problems. Yeah. yeah,
1: 3x3 is perfect. But yeah, and that's like back in the days. Yeah, that that's how we start. Like what I, what I have sent you is was the basically the first video I made for. It was like pretty like simple, straightforward. Just like his. Or like the theme, highlights, and then wait.
0: What what you sent me though is uh is a picture.
1: Did
0: I? You sent me a picture.
1: No, no, it's a video. I don't
0: know. Oh, there's it. a link in the thing, but it's a it sends me to like a seven hour stream.
1: No, no, it's a the the link. No, like when you open the post on itself, it's a video.
0: ah, it's a, it's a it turns into a video. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Weird. I I can't play it. I gotta check yeah, it on maybe. my phone. That doesn't matter. But yeah,
1: it's very it's very old post. So that <laughs> three hundred
0: and. Yeah. So, 84 weeks ago yes
1: yeah, so, jesus it's so like July 2016 <laughs> that's where we officially like started to to like work with each other and, that, and that, that's why i'm also very like yeah like i'm i'm beyond grateful to do because like if you think about it he gave me an opportunity where when i didn't have like uh anything like i didn't have a portfolio to show him i didn't have like anything i was like yeah i know how to do video editing and and he was like, Yeah, okay, let's do something. He <laughs> just believed you. <laughs> yeah, so so like right. if if you put that in a perspective, you know, like uh I like my life basically changed because of the relation with Dushan and like all the opportunities that came with like working with him, you know. And when you start when when you rewind to that moment where we met him and how we started, it was like basically yeah, he was like, Yeah, I want to do something. So even back days he wasn't like, Oh, I'm gonna go to like uh A marketing agency and then like ask them to do something he was really like let's find people around me who who can work and you know who can create something because he he also have that you know story coming from you know like coming from the streets and and you know something and of course for me it was like why I still value him as like a huge role model because like in Serbia you are not surrounded but by so many like great people if you think about it you know so like having the proper role model around you, like somebody who was really like, have a, you know, like me and Dusan lives like uh, 500 meters apart, you know? So, oh, really? <laughs> you know, like we, we go to, to coffee, like in the in sleepers basically, you know? So like, so like having somebody that is from your neighborhood that, you know, that is, is showing the role that you can succeed no matter of like circumstances, no matter of like surroundings or growing up, that was really like a yeah huge motivation thing. And then like, Dushan was really like, yeah. We still like when when we when we talk right now, like at this moment, like Dushan is more of like a older brother to me, you know. Like after working so many years together, so like back in the days, we started with those highlights, and then he was like, okay, can you can you make videos, you know? But back in the days, I had really like old camera that wasn't like too good with uh, video recording, you know. I mean nowadays you have like all these mirrorless camera that can produce like a great video but back in the day i had like some old canon camera so so he was like okay like let's let's figure out what we can do and then like basically i think he had a friend in the usa who was like coming back for summer holidays or something so he was like or or i think maybe Dushan was in the usa or something i don't know but, but basically he was like okay Let's figure out I can buy you an equipment and then we can figure out the plan basically you're working for me but instead of getting paid you're going to work out the equipment so like at the end you have your own equipment you know which was like
0: pretty good yeah,
1: yeah for me because like yeah I can't afford <laughs> it right now but you know this is perfect you know yeah so that's also shows you like how is like how how is he treating people around himself and mm-hmm. stuff like that so basically I got like the small like a uh, Sony Alpha six thousand three hundred, yeah. I think camera with like a kit lens. So that was like yeah, like you know, even back in the days you have like some very bad like uh, videos that I was I, I made with Canon on that like street tournament that was uh, happening annually in Novi Sad. But from that moment on, we could like yeah create basically something, and that's also where it, where it started. Um, With our idea to, you know, maybe do something around YouTube and record some practices and this and that, you know, all the time, you know, making small steps. And I think back in the days, it was pretty easy for us because, first of all, he was bringing the results, which always helps with any kind of marketing. If you are the best, if you are winning, that always helps. But it also, like, back in the days, the market wasn't so, like... You know busy you know so like whenever we did something it wasn't that like other 20 players were doing no so you know like that really helped us to you know i can send you also this like please uh, from also like september of 2016 these are the one of the first videos that i like recorded and edited so it was also like for me like a great opportunity you know to just like yeah just like play around get get better at the, at the, at the things that I'm, you know, planning to do in the future. So that's like, that's how it basically started. And then like step-by-step, step, you know, he was like, you know, we first started with the videos, then he was like, yeah, I think the main problem. And I think the, like the thing that I'm most sad about is that we always had like a money problems in a way that like, I couldn't travel with them to every tournament. So I was only, like a few tournaments with them, you know. So I think those are the when I look back in the, in the past, those are the missed opportunities, of course. But I still managed to travel to to some tournaments with them and also to create some nice content. And like again, like I'm very <clears throat> I'm very grateful to Dusan because he was like giving so much opportunities and you know like paying from his own pocket. You know, like it wasn't like oh we have sponsors, so here is the money for the video. No. Right. Yeah. Was like he
0: told me he never got, like, you know, the country to give him some money for any of this stuff. And even to this day, he struggles with that, d- despite all the success that they've had. And literally established Serbia as the most dominant three-on-three basketball team on the planet.
1: And, and, that's, the, and that's the problem with the 3x3 as a, as a sport in general. is Because, like, until these days, you don't have really, like, a professional structure where players are, you know, like, secured with money and everything. So, like, if you don't have, like, a safety for your own, like, finance, it's really hard to think that, like, some, you will, like, get money for, like, content maker back in the- Right, right, so right. Really like, a surreal in, the, in, that, in that sense, but he was always, like, yeah, trying to invest in that, which is, like, yeah, if you think about it now, it's really, like, crazy that, like, somebody had that vision back in the day. So, like, imagine 2016, somebody investing in Instagram, you know.
0: Yeah. That no. Too, that's yeah, insane.
1: Yeah, and for and for a long time, it was of course like the one way investment, of course, because we didn't get any return. But I, I'm very proud when when I think that like we managed to build like the whole profile and everything from from like zero. I would say you know not from zero, of course, from some from some ground. But we never like paid any ad. We never like do things that you know we organic everything. you got org- organic. organic views exactly. yeah we we did everything organic and it's also like you know like we build it on on our own so like in everything was Dushan and me there wasn't like a marketing team or like yeah thinking about so even, yeah you know even to these days you know like two days ago we are chatting like randomly something in the evening and he said oh listen to this song it could be nice to make a highlight with this song or something like that. So it's really like a very like family, family, like atmosphere, I would say. Like
0: a family run restaurant or business. (laughs) Yeah. You
1: know, very, very small circle. And then of course, I'm very proud that we managed to, to build the whole thing to, to the level that he has like a being, being international brands as a partners, you know, like, and then like a year ago or something, I was making a photos that was part of like a global, like a boss, like former Hugo boss, now only boss, so dushan was part of the campaign and we were making like a photos for a global campaign in his apartment so like just imagining to going from the point where i didn't basically have a camera to a point where you're doing like huge things is just like uh
0: you went from zero to making photos for hugo boss
1: yeah yeah basically I, I mean we like he was a part of a global campaign so like it wasn't like especially for like hugo boss but you know, it was he was a part of the campaign. So you know, in the same moment where we published, you know, like uh, all the all the like the biggest stars in the world published the post in the same way. You know, in the same campaign. right, right. So yeah, it's just.
0: Oh, like, I think I've seen that. I think I've seen that post. Yeah, yeah, that was recent. That was pretty recent. No. I think it was the beginning of this year or something. Like that. Beginning of this year, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so that's uh, awesome.
1: Yeah, that, that's basically how it started. And then, like we we went with him to uh to the first like the world tour finals which is the crown of the three extreme events and stuff like that so from that so from from a moment of like making photos and videos in one moment i basically grew into a role of like a social media manager right because he like at this moment he he didn't want to be bothered anymore with like uh posting on instagram posting stories (laughs) yeah he's not a social media guy he doesn't like. yeah of course yeah he he did it back in the days because he needed he saw a need for it but later you know he wasn't like i'm gonna be in the tournament and think about like the next game and then still like be on my phone post right watch the live stream we are right 10 minutes so i think he was also like a pioneer in that in that sense that where he like just let go and gave me, like, you know, his password or whatever. And he said, like, okay, you're handling this now. Right.
0: Are you still doing that? Are you still yeah, handling yeah yeah. 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 Was that even a role that existed Was uh, when that happened? A social media manager? Was that even a thing people...
1: I would say in Serbia, in Serbia no. No, probably sure, not. But I don't know, in the world, like, yeah, I think, like, the everything social media related is pretty loose in the sense of, you know, like who is really thinking about it as a real job or not. Right. Like stuff like that. Right. Especially in Serbia, like, yeah, it's, it's not. And it's also like, yeah, how, how you really treat the social media manager. Are you just like posting things or are you coming up with the campaigns or you have a proper goal of something? But it it was always funny to me because what I said to you, like it was all the time, it was Dushan and me, like, you know, Sending each other like the ideas or what we run into the like you see something on Instagram, send you know he sent it to me or I send it to him, or like we could do something like you no, know. and of course you know you you're getting inspired by bigger brands and stuff and try to do stuff and when I you know when I scroll now through Instagram, we did so many different things, just trying you know stuff, but yeah, you know like we we try to build something, and of course, what I said to you, it's like with the good results you know that of course like makes it easier yeah much yeah, yeah when you're especially like in serbia when you're having like uh good results in a, in a national jersey so it's like a world cup euro cup stuff like that you get like a you lot get attention of, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah you get a lot of attention everybody's riding so we, we were also like being very strategic or very smart about those moments so you know like if it's a world cup going on then you know you would think about the posts that are more like patriotic or yes stuff like that right so like when people read something in the news they go to your profile or even you know like i even experienced i think it was last year with the olympics or something that like people in the news were like quoting because i'm coming up with a caption or something you know? yeah 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 so I know, like, what can trigger, you know, like, um, and we also, like, what, what we were really, like, sneaky about because, like, the copyright thing in Serbia is very loose, you know, so there are a lot of abuse and everything. So what I was really sneaky about, is I would, like, find the, uh, you know, like, we always make such great commercials for, like, uh, football World Cups or, like, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I would be sneaky about is that I would download that, and take the voiceover out of it and then use the voiceover and put the images of, like, you know, like, um, our neighborhood and them playing in the, you know. I got to see that. Jersey and stuff like that. I don't know if. Send, I, me, send me
0: those if you still have them. I want to yeah, see it. I,
1: there, there is somewhere on the internet. But basically that's what we did because I know that people are already used to that, you know. And when then, you know, you just, like, link that emotion to something else, they will be, again, triggered by it. So, you know, it's, it's just like those small moves. And, of course, like, again, you know, I need to, like, repeat that we are still here dealing with a zero budget. So it's not like, oh, I can hire somebody to do me a voiceover yeah. or I can come up with a script in, like, two days or something like that. So it was, like, you know, always finding the way around, you know, finding something, yeah, how to figure things out, you know. And then especially, like, what what it really helped us, you know, they were beating USA a lot of times. So that was really oh you know that's That's like like, yeah yeah.
0: that's the final piece of the yeah yeah
1: exactly and that always helped with the narrative or with the marketing and everything so we were we were just really like finding the way around it and i was like that's also like what, what i what i was really like blessed with is that i have like pretty much infinity freedom when it comes working with dushan you know there were there were little to none like boundaries or limits what you can do or not you know, so. I was really like, okay, come up with something, you know, and that's your thing, you know, like, I'm going to be successful at court, you'll be successful online, and that's pretty much it. Perfect, perfect combo.
0: The nice thing also about making content for, like, when you make content uh, in the Serbian community, if it's good, it doesn't matter what it is, it'll somehow get shared to every single person. Like,
1: (laughs) everyone sees it. That's what I start saying, and then I got distracted by something, but during the Olympics, I came up with with a caption, and it was very something like, you know, I don't know, like, something in a way of, like, play for your neighborhood or something like that, and then, and then I was just, like, randomly scrolling through, like, uh, yeah, just, like, news portals or newspapers or whatever, and there, and then there was, like, a big um, article with a big headline, like, do some bullet, powerful, like, uh, powerful post before, before, like, uh, yeah, like, a big game for your neighborhood, and you, you figure out that, in serbia like newspaper are basically using socials network and then putting it in a context like like he said it and basically he was like there you know thinking about Ah. (laughs) everything was basically made from my post which was like always like super funny but it was always we, we are going back again to that that moment that you know you again get some kind of approval of like outside sources that you're doing something right you know right
0: I mean I can't imagine those uh, World Cups where like Serbia beats America like that must be the best week for you on yeah, for Instagram. Sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> those are the moments where the profile grows, you know and it's like I also had I also had a problem with uh, with the FIBA because uh, that year when they beat the USA for the for the not first time but you know uh, what was that in 2017?
0: Yeah. In no, France,
1: 2000, 2016, 2016, Dushan In scored.
0: China, okay.
1: 2016, Dushan scored like um, three pointer for the win. I mean, two pointer for the in, in trick three. So um, because I knew how big it was, and back in the days, FIBA was very slow when it comes to like publishing live stream after it's end, publishing the individual games, this and that. I was like in 2016 when they beat USA. I know how big was that for? yeah so basically that same night i downloaded the whole stream cut down the game exported it and published it on uh, dushan's youtube channel you know yeah yeah yeah. and when we come to like our concept of yeah copyrights and everything but i was like i was just like a passionate kid back then yeah
0: yeah who cares
1: and and then and it it, of course i get the tons of views because like when newspaper is gonna make an article about it they're gonna Uh, you know embed the link of the game you know right so we get a lot of views and then in that 2016 i went first time for the world tour finals and then like the first thing that like fiba people were saying to me like oh yeah we're not very happy like what you're doing with the games and i'm like i get you and i understand but it's also your problem why you're not more active with it right So right. In a, in a way, Dusan and I were always trying to push them also to be better off what they're doing. promoting their
0: own sport. Essentially, Yeah, yeah because you know, yeah. it's
1: always it's always hard with people who are on a payroll. You know, they do like a bare minimum, but they don't really care. They will not get they will not get paid. More. It's just the job to them. Yeah, exactly. So, like, we were always trying to like push them to do more or to do better. So uh, it's always it's always like. Uh, It's always funny to me, and then like they won again, like the world goal, and it was really like the whole narrative was really like going towards our favor, you know, because it's it's really easy, you know. I'm struggling right now because I'm helping with the Dutch Federation and the Dutch Trix Tree, you know, in the Netherlands, and it's really hard to build a narrative when you don't have like a consecutive like wins or you know, right championship mentality, because it's really hard to. You know, like, why are we, why, why are you going to be cheering?
0: Who's going to watch you over anything else? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah like, who, who's going to cheer, like, for you if you're constantly finishing, like, fifth, for example. That's really hard, you know, to to build a different narrative. You know? tell, tell me
0: more about the three-on-three three unites. What? How did that come about, and uh, what t- are you currently doing?
1: Tricks three unites in Ireland? Yeah, so basically uh i was like in, in one moment i think also like 2017 or something dushan started thinking more outside of court you know like what what he can do like for the community and like for the future if he thinks about like retiring what he can do like after retirement stuff sure like that. so he first started with like building his own court in Novi Sad. so that was the first thing But we tried to, like, make a whole brand around it. So it was, like, Bullet Hoops, which was basically, yeah, like, um, kind of basketball camp where, like, people would come to Novi Sad to train with him or we would travel somewhere and have, like, a basketball clinic or, like, whatever you want to call it, where he would basically, like, teach and spread the knowledge and because he was very, you know, like, he was, first of all, very successful and, second of all, very knowledgeable. So it was something that you can sell as a product but not even that but just like trying to help the sport and you know like help other countries and whatever so in that 2017 i think that's where i don't know i think i think it was 2007 done like i'm i'm very bad with the year (laughs) it doesn't matter no worries yeah but around 2017 2018 we started with that like a whole thing around the like those like basketball clinics so yeah, I I think it was yeah 2018, so so that's where we started to like have those like international stuff. So back in the days, like the Netherlands was like in the in the top of the trick tree also. So it was always like the a lot of final games would be like Amsterdam against Novi Sad or Serbia against Netherlands. So like they were very close to like uh, Dutch Dutch players, and there was the guy who is like one of the owners of Trix3 Nice is Jesper Yopse. And he was like the top of the players like uh back in the days he was like playing against Dushan but he was like having very good relations with Dushan as a friend because like in those x 3 tournaments it's very like family-like because like once you finish the tournament everybody's in the same hotel you're gonna go together to the party. You're gonna right. try together. It's, it's a
0: small community, right? It's a really small community. Exactly.
1: So, like, if you're like, a, if you're a relaxed guy, there, are like, high chances of like just getting a lot of friends from different countries, different teams. So, Dusan and Jasper were really like, really like good friends. So we went first in uh, in Jordan uh, in Amman to have like a first uh, basketball clinic, and then I think after that we traveled to Amsterdam. And that's basically when I first got in touch. That's the first time where I visit, like, the Netherlands and Amsterdam. Yeah, I need to remind you also that, like, again, it, it comes to that, like, uh, money thing, you know. So, for me, like, like a lot of opportunities to travel came within the work, you know. So
0: Right, they paid for your travel because you need to work there, and yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. so first with the football club, then it's also with Dushan, for example. It was really crazy that, like, for 10 years, I didn't went to, like, um, summer vacation. I didn't went to, like, a seaside. So, like, the first time after 10 years, I was, like, in in Dubai or Abu Dhabi because I went to Dushan that I, like, oh, I can put my feet in the sea, you know. <laughs> so that was, like, yeah. It, it was really, like, you know, like, you need to put all of that in perspective because, you know, like, if you take out of the context, it can sound all the glamorous life and everything. Oh, right, right. It's really like, you know, you start, you start. From- you're, you're getting by, you're struggling, you're just getting by. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I think that, like, in, uh, because, like, yeah, like a lot of people probably visit Amsterdam as a tourist or something. That was my first time, you know, visiting Netherlands in Germany. And uh, that was like summer of 2018. And that's when I met uh, Jasper and the uh, whole thing. And I, I really like immediately, first of all, I immediately like the like energy of people because, like, I traveled earlier to I don't know like Germany or something, but people were more like closed, you know, not cold, really, like, reserved a little bit, yeah, yeah
0: conservative.
1: When 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 I traveled to to Netherlands, I was it was the first time where I like yeah felt really like welcomed and everybody and it also comes down with that whole trickster Unites organization because they are really like family like organization, you know, because they have a they're they are basically non government organization in Netherlands. That use 3 that use x as a sport as a tool to help, you know, unprivileged kids in, you know, in, in, in like bad neighborhoods in Amsterdam. So, like, they really have that whole, like, a whole roadmap from, like, a streets to the road tour because they basically do, like, a weekly, like, stuff on the neighborhood courts. But they also organize, like, the road tour, like, a tournament in Amsterdam. So, they really have, like, the whole and everything in between. So, they have, like, a whole structure. So for me, when I visited Amsterdam first time in that summer of 2018, I was, I was immediately like amazed by everything they're doing about like, yeah, I fell in love with Amsterdam. I think still think it's like one of the, Most beautiful cities, in my opinion, you know that's
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. agreed.
1: Very subjectively thing, you know, but you know,
0: no, Amsterdam is beautiful. It's well built. Public transportation is amazing. It's green. The people are relatively open. Like it's it is a very cool place.
1: Yeah. So so for me that was that was my first contact with them, and basically from that on, from from that moment on, we pretty much stayed in touch and back in that 2018 of course because I traveled vidusha and I made some photos some videos for them and stuff like that but you know it, it stay on that like even back in the days I had uh, some kind of vision of me living in the living abroad in the future because you know like in serbia if you think about perspective wise it's not very you know perspective country it's nice to live if you if you figure out your life you can find you can build your own bubble and live nicely It's not very like, yeah, like perspective proof or like future proof, if you want to want to say it like that. So back in the days, I was also like having that story, like oh, one day I'm gonna live abroad, but like nothing too, like nothing too, like okay, this year I'm gonna move or something. No, I was
0: right, nothing concrete, nothing serious, nothing hundred percent. Yeah,
1: I would just like go with the flow, and then. Yeah, with Dushan, I was very lucky that I could travel that I could you know like meet other people and also like build my portfolio that's what it, what, what you said right now like you couldn't find anything it's like I'm both like blessed maybe cursed by it I don't know if that's a <laughs> question but I'm okay blessed, I'm blessed that I there wasn't a moment in my career that I needed to build a portfolio because basically Dushan was my main client or whatever you want to call it. And then a lot of job opportunities came through him, you know, because, like, people were, would be, like, seeing my videos on his profile and they would be hiring me or just, like, calling him and, like, oh, who is the guy that is me? Right, right. And then also, like, that also led me to, like, I think last year or something. And I don't know if it's last year, uh, last year or two years ago, like, uh, because Dushan is a Red Bull athlete, Red Bull approached me directly to, you know, do some stuff for them, you know, so that's also you know like without dushan you know maybe there is a possibility but you know it's it's really huge
0: yeah yeah, no you're it makes sense you're the guy now that handles his social media and he's a presence on social media so you get all these opportunities through (laughs) that
1: basically like
0: no that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense and,
1: and true and and that's like that's the funniest thing because i really like that that my role really like grew over the years so basically nowadays I'm most of like Tushan's like right hand when it comes to like partnerships, uh, dealing with the emails from like potential sponsor. Partners.
0: Affiliate marketing, all that stuff. That's all that, that level of, exp- that experience is amazing. One, because you get to learn, you know, everything. And then two, if you get to put on your portfolio and you manage this big, um, yeah. person on Instagram, like that's, that's a perfect combination.
1: Yeah. it's be- and, and, be- and the funniest thing is that like, that wasn't my primarily like education or like, thing that I work work, work, but it just like you know one thing led to another and then like I think that it's also like comes down to our mentality and I think that's what I learned just being by Dushan is that he also like he just wanted to play like uh, basketball but like over the years he also needed to grow into somebody who know how to invest money or how to look for potential sponsorship or how to make uh, a yearly plan of budgeting or whatever you know but it's how those things are a lot easier when you
0: i mean it sounds corny and generic but follow the passion the money will come so as you follow your passion and you have to learn on the go it's not actually i mean it is work but it's enjoyable work it doesn't feel like work
1: yeah and i think that the problem is like that that sounds all nice but the problem comes in serbia because like you can do that if you have your basic needs covered and i think that's what i'm again repeating why i think i'm blessed in that in that sense is that I had all the time. I had my basic needs covered, and then I need don't I need I I didn't need to like go and be a bartender so I can pay bills or something like that. So, you know, or work eight hours a day, come home exhausted, have to
0: exactly. put in another five hours yeah. into social media.
1: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't mean that like of course I don't want to diminish the amount of work we put in this, and I want to say, but it's of course much more easier to like do like i i, I needed to like there was the tournaments in the USA where i would need to like wake up in three in the morning to watch his tournament do highlights put the stories so you know like even back like last last year like uh last year it was olympics or two years two years ago 2021 so there was olympics during the summer so i was basically on my summer vacation and i'm, I'm putting quotes in my vacation because i would i would wake up in a 4 a.m because they were playing in japan so i would wake up in 4 a.m to like watch the game in japan put the stories and then i would have like a small i would go with to the beach with my girlfriend and then like go back to the apartment and edit the highlights (laughs) right so there are a lot of you know like um like uh yeah not everything is perfect but i'm always very pissed when i hear like influencers and anybody complaining oh this is really hard yeah this is really hard but i think that like. Somebody who is working like as a cashier in a super hard, uh, at supermarket has much harder than me. So I'm not in a position to complain where I'm doing something that I love, that is very like artistic and free. So, you know, it's, it's just you, you enjoy your work.
0: Talk to me about what you are planning to do in the future. What's your big aspirations in, in this space? Uh, maybe in basketball three on three, maybe you want to do something else. Tell me what you're working towards.
1: So so my current my current situation is what what I what I told you before we started recording is that like when I when I met people around Trix Unites, that really seemed like a nice thing because it really related to what we are doing in Serbia or what we were trying to do in Serbia, but it's much easier in Netherlands because we have support of the government, you know, about the country, city, municipalities. So basically what we try to like when we break our backs to to make something in Serbia, they do it like much more easier you know because it's it's like a structured country so so when i lost when i lost my dad and when things in serbia got not so good politically i really like that was a trigger moment for me because i was like okay i'm 20 27 28 you know years old like the time is running out i need to like in the near future i need to take care of my mom you know and i need to like make like some bigger moves you know okay it's yeah i'm gonna move abroad but like okay what well, we're gonna do like something like very concrete about it and I basically I wrote I sat down and wrote an email uh, like a year before that uh, I went to Netherlands to do like a tournament that they organized I made like content so that was also like again a reconnection with them so basically when my dad died and everything happened I just like sat down wrote an email to Jesper and I'm like hey is there a chance that you can help me and of course I'm not asking you to figure out my life, but if there is like an opportunity to work or, you know, or something else. I'm
0: not asking for a freebie. I'm asking to work for you. I'm exactly. asking for an opportunity. I'm just, like, yeah.
1: you know, I'm just asking for like a level playing ground and everything else I can figure out on my own. So, so they were, they were very like, they were very like nice and, and very welcoming in that sense. So like last summer, it was the first time I went f- to Amsterdam. And of course, because Serbia is not in the EU, the whole, Working visa process is very tough. Uh, so back uh, last summer, I went first time in Amsterdam and spent like, uh, you know, two months and a month and a month back home and, you know, in and out. So from the last year, I'm working more closely with them. Of course, I'm still working with Dushan and we're we having some plans with Dushan. But in general, how I, like, first of all, I would really like to be able to move to Netherlands. Because I think there are a lot of opportunities there, especially because I'm again eager to help promoting sports in a different way. You know, in a different uh, country, in a different circumstances. Because I have already been through, so I know the I know the way. It's about finding the you know other approaches. But for me, it's like I'm. To be honest, I'm getting a bit sick of social networks in the lately. You know, in the, in the last period, it, it's. It's a lot. And I think well, what I'm really triggered and what really makes me angry is that not a lot of people are creative. So we, we see like the recent tendencies in social medias are just like copying the trends that are, act, you know, okay, this trend is now going viral. So we are going to, everybody's going to do the same. So like the lack of creativity from like people who are in the position to do something, something that. I'm very triggered by makes me really angry. And I think that's also why, why I like, why I like working with Dushan because he's also, of course he's like a, he's 10 years older than me. So for him, like TikTok trends are even less, you know, like, <laughs> right. but we always say that like, that's not true to us. You know, why would we push something just because it's a, viral, it's popular
0: or a fake. Yeah. It's yeah. working. Yeah. for Just try yeah. to
1: build your own story and then try to push it. And that's what I, and then, of course, in Unites, uh, in Trixie Unites in, in Netherlands, it's also really nice community and really, like, a nice working environment because you also get a, a bit of freedom to do something that you want. So, like, Do you
0: want to, sorry to interrupt you, do you want to keep working in the three-on-three space basketball, or is there anything else that you're more passionate about?
1: I mean, like, I'm, I'm in general, like, what I'm more drawn out to is storytelling. So, like, storytelling, storytelling in a in any way. So, I think that's also, like, Trixie tree it's still interesting to me because I think there are a lot of stories that are still untold, you know, and that's what I experienced. Like I took um, the partisan is pretty new team in a street world. So there was a guy that I was like, Oh, like he, he plays nice. He acts nice on the court, but like nobody was promoting him. And when they came to Amsterdam to play the tournament, I'm like, okay, are you interested maybe in like sitting down and have like interview, like exactly what you said, like, I'm not making interviews because like something specific. I want to get people known. I get to know them better. And then maybe create some small storytelling piece around them. And then I, and then I randomly sit with this guy and then like he opens up and tell his amazing like story that he lost his parents pretty young, that he needed to like fight through that. He has that mentality that is on the game. And then you're sitting there and like, how the fuck is like nobody seeing this in the sport and not using him as a role model for like the kids, you know, who've been like, right. going through the same, you know, so those story story moments in general are something that I'm more drawn to right now. Yeah, tricks. I get that. That makes sense. Yeah, tricks trees. I think still a lot of unexplored, uh, yes, terrain. I would say, but yeah, the thing is, I'm I, I've been a quite a l- long time right now in it. And both Dushan and me see that we are a bit, you know, tired with the sport in a sense, you know, like you have seen everything that the sport is not uh, making a big progression. So we are also trying to see like how maybe we can help that, you know, how we can paint a different picture. Because like what you said also earlier, once the money started going in, a lot of different people showed up. A lot of people showed up with different
0: Motives, different uh, objectives, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Which are not which are not related to sport, you know. It should be like the like 3x3 is basically the sport that you can play outside. It should be have that heart of you know, like a neighborhood game, somebody from the streets that can basically gather three of his friends, go to the first tournament and then slowly build up and reach the world tour, you know. And now Dusha was making some calculations or something and basically like if you want to have a team or start something, you need like a three hundred k or something to you know do 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 like something properly, which is like wow stupid for a. Sport <laughs> That's crazy sport, you know. Like it's it's crazy for a sport that just needs a, a basketball hoop and a
0: basketball exactly. to need three hundred thousand to compete.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's 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 with people's greed, you know, like with the organizations that want to earn more, and you know, I get that. I we know how the world goes, you know. We we are not stupid, but we still try to find. What are the untold stories? How we can, and that's what I'm trying to do with like Unites, because we are there. We are there dealing with uh, unprivileged kids, you know, and trying to use Trickstree as a social tool. So it's really also really nice if you can show them that you can go from the, your neighborhood and be your like local hero and help sure. community. You know, you can. Yeah. You can. You know, you have an old court in your neighborhood. You can refurbish it and then like. Tomorrow you will have, like, 20 new kids just because the court is looking nice, you know? Right. And that should be, I think, if you ask me, that should be the the core of the sport and everything, you know? Use the sport as a tool for, like, a social change and do something bigger because, yeah, like, all the medals, all the sports success, this and that, all the views, all the likes, that comes and goes and shouldn't be, like, the
0: the goal It shouldn't be the objective to try to get as much clout as possible and, and
1: for me that's like when, when you ask me about the future i would really like you know because I, I never wanted to say like oh i'm a social media manager i'm a content creator or like whatever like that, that's like for me it's all like all like titles are really yeah
0: mean- yeah that's a negative connotation now too yeah, yeah for yeah. sure but i don't it, tell people i make content it feels yeah, weird
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really stupid because like yeah, we have that st- stigma that grow around but yeah me, i really have and that's like what i'm personally most enjoying like if, if you ask me what i'm watching in my free time i'm really like enjoying like hearing other people's stories you know and then like right just in, in just like you, you can find uh, something that is interesting in everybody you know in your yes neighbor, in your you know parents in your i don't know your partner whatever you know everybody has a story to tell and for me that's why also I'm a huge fan of documentaries because you can tell like a whole untold story and we, we also see what's the effect of uh, Last Dance that had on Netflix, you know? So like everybody knew that that season, everybody knew who Jordan was and everything, but like that whole like behind the scenes, like the whole complete new story opened up so many like, you know, things to be discussed to have like a whole new perspective on the things that we already know about. So that's really something
0: yeah, if I could. I'm with it. you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, in a sense that I also like, I like doing a podcast with people as well because there's a lot of people that have. That's the that's the bigger goal. Okay, one goal would be to somehow fully make a living out of this. That's the yeah. the financial goal. But the the bigger goal of the podcast would for me be big get a get a bigger audience for some of these stories because there's some guys that I've had on the podcast that have told me stories that I'm like I I don't know how this is not like. Yeah. <laughs> known by everyone i've i've had like uh, journalists like that wrote about like mexican cartels and they told me about all this crazy stuff that happened and then uh, the same guy that I had on my podcast a year later actually ended up working as a janitor and he wrote a book yeah. on mexican cartels in canada so to me it's really sad that a story like that doesn't get a, enough coverage or a person like that doesn't get enough attention and, and not from like a oh let's make this person famous no it's like let's let's hear your story so we can learn from it like there's something here that should be you know valuable should be listened to by, by more people Absolutely. listened by more people
1: and and I think that's also like w- what we try to do with Dushan because like you would often like run run into the comments where it's like oh if this guy was living in the USA he would be a millionaire like with this story with this like success right and that but it's I think it's also like if you you said you you, you met Dushan but like if you if you know him like He's the guy that really like is. It's not just like a general place or anything, but he's really living up to that. That like, it's not about the money, you know. Like money really comes and goes, and that's like what we are. That's what we learn in Serbia, because yeah, you know, like we we start we start usually from nothing or very very like of of course like not nothing in a, in a way that you're hungry or something, but you're starting from very basic point of view with not very very much perspective. So if you're managing to build something from that, it, it can really be inspiring. You know, it can really like help all those kids that, that can see the same story and say like, okay, if he can do it, I can do it because we live in the same street. There is the same court, you know? So
0: that's the difference between, I think uh, our culture and some of the other ones is because our parents are from that era and the, 90s and 80s where they had everything like my, my parents paid off the apartment we had a car and then all of a sudden in a course of less than a couple of years we went from everything to the country's failing like the apartment is worth nothing now so they understand that hard times will come and go i think there's a really good quote it was um um hard times don't last hard people do so i think a lot of serbian people live by that mentality
1: yeah and uh, you know Nothing. First of all, nothing is given. So, like, if you're if you're if you're honest working people, I don't I don't want to like talk about all the criminal stuff, which are also a bit problem. But like, if you worked for your money, if you earned it properly, you know how to value it, and you will not be like easy on it or like spending on stupid stuff. And you know, it's it's very like uh, I would say like a healthy approach to 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 life. You know, and yeah, it's just something that I also try to, like, yeah, keep in me, you know, also, like, no matter where you live or what you're surrounded by, you know, just, like, take the best from what you have, you know, where, where you grow up, and, you know, try to represent your country or your city in right possible light, because, you know, of course, we are, like, often, as a Serbia, we are often lighted by so many negative and bad things, and, of course, when you go abroad it's you can all always like uh, run into like uh some negative stuff but but you can also be ambassador yourself you know if you show yourself in the best light then you can also like you can be the, yeah, like a role model or you can be like a...
0: Yes. Yeah, I cool. mean, we've seen it happen in our... I mean, I've seen it happen in my lifetime. When when I went to Canada, when I was seven, I moved to Canada and I knew the perception of, of Serbia as yeah. uh, war crimes, criminals, blah, 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 blah. But as I got older and more and more people kind of rose to the, to the heights that they're at now, the Djokovic, the Jokic, the, the the good representatives of Serbia. Now, when people say, oh, you're from, oh, you're from where Djokovic, oh, you're from where Jokic, oh, you guys are good in three-on-three basketball. It it doesn't matter what it is. It's the individuals that bring the entire perspective of a country up.
1: Yeah. And and it helps, and it helps tremendously. I think, you know, like even, even for me, you know, like that's, that's what I said, you know, it created me personally, uh, like a lot of opportunities in life, but we also know how Serbia is respected, you know, in the three world. And then, like, you know, we just try to use it, you know. Like, we try to bring a lot of people came into Novi Sad to train with, with Dushan and then saw the city, tried right. food, you know, and then, like, a yes. lot of other stuff. And then, like, if you ask a lot of people who are playing trickstreet, they have very high opinion and are very likely to come back to Serbia. Yeah. You know?
0: anyone that's visited Serbia that I've met in my life has always for the most part said positive like oh I love it there the food was good the people are nice it's always it's completely opposite of what they're conditioned by usually western media unfortunately but yeah
1: yeah but I think you know just that, that's what I learned learn in life you know you just you just use obstacles in your in your way you know like you you, you find a way how to turn them around then find a way how to even like either avoid them go over them go through them it doesn't matter you know so that's yeah I, as I said like I, I was very I was very blessed that I ran into Dushan very early in my life so you know he he was like a big role model in my life. He was also like a big push in in a in a creative way in a in a business way so you know just yeah just you know it's always we need to recognize those opportunities when they pop. I think that's very important because I think a lot of people get the opportunities doesn't use it because yeah not everything is perfect or this and that but you know it just sees what you can i would say this is a beautiful time to end it
0: i usually do an hour we did an hour and 15 about hour 17 so i um thank you for your time i I love stories like this i love to hear um how you you found your own success and your own path in life and i hope this uh, stuff in netherlands works out and if you're ever in valencia you have uh, my information yeah, or if I'm absolutely. ever on in Instagram, maybe some drinks or some weed.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What? And I think it's like, also, like, if you're interested, I don't know, like, how heavy are you involved in basketball? And because you said you you, you met... I love basketball. I
0: played basketball in high school. Uh, I haven't played as much here in Valencia uh, because I have a, a million other hobbies, but I've always loved basketball. I still watch basketball regularly.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, so isn't just, just, like, an opportunity to see, like, also what, what's organization about or, like, when I move there, hopefully, like, if you come by, so, we, yeah, I can show you around there.
0: Beautiful, yeah, I would love that.
1: That connect you with those guys, and yeah. Beautiful. T- where can people follow you? What
0: are, What's the best way for people to connect to find you?
1: I think it's, uh, I think it's my Instagram.
0: Instagram, okay. I will leave that in the comments below of whatever, wherever you're watching this or maybe watching um, a clip I'm, of this. I'm
1: trying to be active, I'm not the best at it because what I <laughs> okay. see, I'm, I'm getting sick of socials day by day, but I'm trying it to- helps.
0: It helps sometimes.
1: Exactly. I'm trying to keep that like business mindset in mind and try to push myself for those reasons to at least like through stories, share from other profiles what I'm making. So that, that's what I'm trying to do.
0: Beautiful. Dushan, thank you for your time. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. Kim Pitanch.